Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to your life and restaurant. This is your show. This is the show about leaders that are in the day-to-day grind of the hard and difficult restaurant industry. I am in there with you. I know the pains and aches. I know the stresses and frustrations. How sometimes we even want to throw the towel. But you are a restaurant hero. And you keep doing your job so you can provide for yourself and your family. And this is what the show is about. So we can help you with your well-being and work-life balance. So you can lead a more successful and especially happy life. In this show, you will learn about where most of the headaches come from. So I was asking myself this question. Where do most of the headaches come from? Is it the... Customers, the suppliers, the competition, the external factors. I came to the conclusion that most of the headaches actually come from team members. Think about it. Having one or two difficult employees in a small business can run havoc in a little organization. If you hire crazy and your team's 10, 15, 20 members... You're going to be putting a lot of fires. So how can we solve this headache? What can we do? So we have one less thing to worry about in our plate. We are going into the subject of adding and subtracting or hiring and firing. We need to make sure we hire the right people to come on board. We need to make sure that the persons we hire will be a right fit. For our organization, you're going to be good team members. We're looking for not so much as talent, but certain spiritual characteristics that we're taught most of the time at home. We're looking for people that their parents did a good job with, that they taught them how to be on time, that they taught them integrity and keep their word, that they taught them a good work ethic, All of this requires no talent. They're just characteristics. And this is what we need to look for. This is what you need to look for your next hire to make sure you're getting the right person to come along your team. We're looking for people that are going to come work, help, and support the vision. Work, help, and support the business. They're going to give their best. Because that's all you could ask for. And I guarantee you with this hiring practices, You will hire better, and you will see the changes, and you will have less headaches. One of the first things I recommend that we don't do enough in the industry is asking for references. I thought about this question. Why do people burn their bridges all the time? I mean, I have people that would call me or an hour before their shift go and just would say, I quit. I'm not going in no more. Or people that would just no show, no call. And up to this date, many, I don't even know what happened to them. 
Why are they burning these bridges? I asked myself this question and I came to the realization that it was because we're not being as professional at hiring as we should be in the restaurant industry. And we're not asking for references. So they don't care if they burn the bridge because they'll go to another restaurant. They know that restaurant's not going to call their old employer. So this is what you need to do. You need to ask references. And it's something I started doing. It takes literally one minute to ask them, hey, where was your last job? Please write me down the phone number. And you give them a call and ask, how was that employee? Were they on time? Were they a good cook? Were they a good server? Were they good at dishwasher? It takes one minute. But I guarantee you it's going to save you a lot of stress. Because then the other employer will be honest and tell you how that employee was. And also for you the same. If people call and ask for references, be honest about them. For example, lately I had a one waitress. She was a great employee. She was always on time. Great work ethic. However, towards the end... She literally texted me about 45 minutes before her shift, just saying, I'm not going into work no more. Basically, I quit. Thank you. So all that time that she had been working for us, she, in that little instance, she ended up in a bad note. And if somebody else, when she goes and looks for another job, Apparently, she moved somewhere. But if that person calls me, I will be honest and be like, look, she was great. Just the ending wasn't that good. That way, we keep these employees that are burning bridges accountable. And to make sure we're not passing the buck to other employees. Because if they did that to you, they will do that to somebody else. And that's something I believe we don't do enough in the restaurant business. Asking for references. It's a very simple task. Another strategy that I use now is being clear with them at the beginning. Setting the standard. Setting your boundaries since the beginning. For example, before, I used to be more lenient. I used to have people that would come in and I'm looking for a job. So I would say, okay, the days are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And they would be like, yeah, I'll take the job. I just can't come Sunday. I have to go to soccer practice or I have to do X, right? And my old self would be like, okay, I'll I'll try to rework around the the schedule of other employees. I'll, I'll try to put this employee in. But what message are you sending to this employee? You're saying, hey, this guy's not so bad. He's, he's flexible. He's willing to work. So from then on, from the first experience, you're sending out the message that you're flexible and that you're willing to work through, you know, change the rules. However, I changed that. Now I'm very clear up front. And I say, these are the days, these are the hours, and if you can't, then I can't hire you. Let somebody else have the opportunity. And it's funny, because I had two recent examples. I was going to hire this guy, 
And I told him the schedule, and he told me, well, I can't come this day. So very assertively, I looked him in the eye, and I told him, I'm sorry, then I can't hire you. He had already been almost the whole day training. So he just looked at me with this blank stare. Kind of surprised I told him that. And he said, well, that's it then? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, if you can't work those days, I can't hire you. So he left. About half hour later, he calls me. And he said, okay, I already fixed the problem with my other work with the chef. I could come work for you. There you go. I mean, sometimes you don't even know if they got the other priority. But you have to set your need, your boundary since the beginning. Another time, I had another server also. The days were Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Obviously, we're all in the industry. We know those are tend to be the busiest days for a lot of us. And it's just part of working in the industry. We're working those days, you know. So I, uh, she said, yeah, I'll take it, but I can't come Sunday because... I have to take my daughter somewhere. So I said the same thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I, those are the days. I can't hire you for two days and then go look for somebody for one day. And I didn't want to do that. Those were the days. And same as the other guy. She thought about it. And then she said, no, I'll take it. And so far, she's still there working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with no problem. My advice for you then is to be clear at the beginning and let them know your policies. Let them know you're in a serious business. Let them know that here there will be boundaries and rules. That way they'll decide if they want to take the job or not. And trust me, most of the times you accommodate at the beginning, they're usually not good workers, to be honest. And the ones that come in, you set your boundaries, you tell them this is how it works, they're usually good, good employees. The third recommendation I will give you today is to set up a probation period. It's also something I started doing and, and it works great. It's a, I do a two-week probation period. You could do one week, three days, 60 days, whatever you think is right. I like to do two weeks. And I tell them, you're going to be in probation for two weeks. That way, if you don't like the job, you could quit anytime, no questions asked. And also, if I see you're not a good fit, then we could let you go. And in those two weeks, you will learn a lot about that person. Because usually what happens, the first day everybody shows up, excited, ready to work, but then their performance goes down, right? So you're giving them two weeks to know their attitude, how they work well with other team members, their work ethic, are they on time? So it gives you a pretty good idea of how they're going to be. That way, if in those two weeks, you don't think there will be a good hire for your, your restaurant, then you don't hire them. You look for somebody else. I know this um, recommendation sound harsh, but remember, the key is to have less headaches. And remember, most headaches come from these employees. Sometimes it feels like we're babysitting, doesn't it? I mean, the other day, my wife sent me this email about childhood tantrums and stuff like that. 
she's studying child family medicine. And I seriously thought she was sending it to me because of my employees. Because uh, sometimes I tell her, I'm like, I feel like I'm babysitting. And you're not supposed to do that. That's not your job. This persons are adults. So you need to make sure you're not hiring children. And these three things will help you with that. Okay. We're adding better. We're hiring better. So now how do we subtract? What do we do with those that are giving you all this trouble? Well, unfortunately, we must serve them by letting them work somewhere else. They're just not a good fit. There's a question you need to ask yourself with every employee you're potentially thinking of letting go or is causing you problems. Ask yourself, if I know what I know now about this employee, Will I hire them again? Would I hire them again? That means if you know how they are, how they work, how they, if they get there on time, what type of work they produce, if you knew everything that you know down, would you hire them again? If the answer is no, then what are they still doing there? Unfortunately, you need to have that conversation and let them know that they're not a right fit. And it's funny because I had to do this before and then you find out they're doing better. It's a a win-win. They're doing better in in another work where it's more to their standard. Even recently, I I had a conversation with one of my team members because where I work, all the cooks, chefs wear their little cook's hats. They don't wear baseball caps like in some restaurants do. So we had to always remind him Please take your baseball hat up. So then I was up front about him. And I told him. Look. You can wear your baseball cap. But it's not going to be here. This is a restaurant where we wear the cook hats. If you want to find another place where they let you wear your baseball cap. Which there are out there. Then you need to look for a place where they let you. Wear the cap. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just being up front. You're being clear what your expectations are. And now, he wears a cook hat. Simple conversation. And it's true. The point is that you're setting up that boundary so they know what is expected of you. And every restaurant is different. And look, life's too short to be dealing with problem employees. It's just too short to come back with headaches. And sometimes you bring those headaches home. When it could easily be avoided by hiring right and subtracting right. I want to tell you a little bit more about my business. My father had been working on it for a very long time. And we were grateful enough that the previous owner offered it to my dad to purchase. Which he did and we had to go on debt and he had to make sacrifices. But I think he made the right decision. However, this didn't bode well with many employees because imagine working with this guy for 20 years and all of a sudden he's your boss. It wasn't easy at all. Now you're going to add his son into the mix 
had been working there since I I've been working there since I been 16 since I was 16 years old. So I went and got my hospitality management degree to help out in the family business. I was 24 years old when I graduated. I know a little older. <laughs> but now you have this 24-year-old telling 60-year-old guys what to do. Of course that didn't bode well. And now eight years later, probably about 80% of that workforce is no longer with us. That initial workforce when we started, when I became full-time in there, it's no longer with us. And it's nothing against those employees. They're, they're, they were great employees. They're doing better in some other places. It's just they didn't bite into my vision. They didn't buy into our new policies. They didn't buy into where we were going. And look, you have to command the ship. Somebody's got to drive the bus and somebody's got to drive us somewhere. Some people are not going to like where it's going and it's okay if they decide to get off. And that's what needed to happen. And as I said, it's nothing against those employees. But to be honest, we're way better than we were eight years ago. And it would have been possible with those employees. It just wouldn't have. You need to hire new people. People that are going to listen to you. People that are going to respect you. People that will help you to get to where you are. And they will receive the rewards along with you. For example, let's say you're a 500, half a million restaurant in revenues right now. If you want to get to the next level, which is a million, I got news for you. You're not going to do it with the employees you currently have. That's just a reality. So you're going to look for employees because the ones that you have right now are half a million employees. You're going to have to hire one million employees. And then when you get to that 1 million step, you want to go to 1.5 million in revenues, you're going to have to look for 1.5 million employees. It's sad, but it's the reality of business. And it's something we need to understand as restaurant leaders in order to progress, in order to be more successful. So, in recap, remember the three strategies from hiring. Ask for references. Be clear at the beginning with the schedule and policies. And set up a probation period. Then if you need to subtract and you let to let people go, be kind. Always be kind when firing. But tell them that they're not a right fit. And, and really wish them luck. Really wish them well. Which I do to every single one of them that have left. Because it's a win-win. To end this episode, I would like to encourage you to, if you're having a hard time right now, and I know we're going through COVID right now and it's been hard on the industry. I want to tell you what Winston Churchill always said to the very famous quote, never give up. Never give up. It's a message of hope that there are others out there like you. I'm a small business restaurant owner. I have 20 employees currently. So, micro business. But we're all in this together. And this is what this podcast is about. It's going to help you, your whole well-being. 
I guarantee you, you're going to get good practices, not only in your business, you're going to get good practices also at a personal level. It is your life and restaurant, but first comes life. Sometimes we tend to forget that. Thank you for listening. We're going to be coming at you every two weeks with different episodes, different topics. Please subscribe, recommend, we appreciate that. And thank you all. Thank you, my restaurant heroes. Go get them. <laughs>